What's up guys, Mike Lewis here, and welcome to the Mike Lewis Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at MikeLewisOfficial, and you can follow me on Twitter at MikeLew52, it's where most of my updates come. If you're enjoying my content, give me a like and a subscribe, and without further ado, let's just dive right into this episode. All right, Brittany, how are you doing? Thanks for coming on today. Hi, honey. Thank you so much for having me. It feels good to be back on some podcasts and to, to get get our gossip on. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been a, a minute for you, you know, like you're still like posting up on social media and stuff. But I'd say like uh, for the most part, you've almost like sort of taken a step back and away from like uh, kind of the spotlight of the show. Is Would you say it's that like organically happened for you or are you intentionally doing that? Yeah, definitely. Um, a little bit of both. So, um, at first it was, uh, I had a lot going on in my life and I was like, all right, like when you've got, I was 20, I think I just turned 27. You have the whole world watching you. And I just went through like my first, you know, big breakup, but you know how that is in your adult life. Like your first adult life breakup, you're like, Oh my, like, what the, like, what do I do now? Where do I go? What's, what am I, who am I, you know? And so that's kind of where I, yeah, you know, I think, I feel like every person can relate to that. We've all been there unless you're an alien, lucky (laughs) bitches. (laughs) But yeah, so it's kind of, um, it, it kind of happened organically. Um, I kind of got caught up in a bunch of just that wild party stage, you know, like, like what any young person getting introduced to the fame world gets into, you know? So, and then it just, I decided to choose, I was like, wow, you know, like mentally I'm actually like in a better space than I have been in a long time. And I just got to fully focus on me for a couple years. And it was the best decision I've ever made because I am, it feels good to not have to, um, feels good to kind of find yourself and fall completely in love with yourself, you know, and it took me a while to get there, but I finally got there and I am addicted to it. It's the best addiction ever is to be just in love with yourself, you know, and it's, it's a comfortability thing. You don't, it's a hard growing up on like international TV. Cause that's exactly what I did. You know, I went from, I got involved when I was 24 till shoot, I'm 30 now, you know, and you do a lot of growing up from 24 to 30, definitely. And I haven't been on a show what three years now. So really 24 to 28, like I just kind of, you know, you do a lot of growing and I was just growing on international TV is not easy. Definitely with social media these days because people are mean. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not, uh, it's not the worst thing in the world to get your Zen on, you know, like after probably going through like, what would you say? Maybe four years or so, or like having to answer to like, uh, you know, fans, every women in a certain sense, you know? Yeah. Um, and you have no privacy, like no, nothing. And I'm not complaining. Like it's such a freaking blessing, but when you're lost yourself, you know, like it, it takes a couple of years to kind of transition into finding who you are, not who social media and the world is trying to tell you to be, you know? Yeah, that's like usually one of my uh, favorite parts about some of these episodes I do is to kind of like dissect like um, the social media and like the sort of mental health aspect of things with reality TV because I feel like there's not 
a lot or many of that, you know, in today's day and age, especially with reality TV. It's kind of like, you know, almost like I don't want to say superficial, but like in a way, it's almost like a superficial type of, you know, environment in a sense. You know, people post and then you, everybody thinks like, oh, it's sunshines and rainbows for them. But being in front of the public eye and having like essentially your life documented for the entire world, both when you film the show, then five months later when it airs, and then however many so months after that when they're watching what you tweet or post on your story. Were you ever, or how often maybe were you challenged maybe with some stuff fans would say, or just in general, like how difficult was navigating that for you? So it, it got pretty difficult. I got thrown the whole bully thing because of what happened back in the day with me, Kayla, Jimmy, and Kaylee. Um, uh, that one was rough. Like, um, I can, t like, I got told every way, like, people said things that no human should ever say, like, to anyone. Um, I can tell you any way to get raped, any way to get, um, how to kill yourself. Like, things that are unspeakable that you shouldn't wish upon anyone are the things that we get thrown at. You know what I'm saying? And it takes, we're a different breed, I swear. It takes a strong motherfucker to deal with the words that's thrown our way but that comes with it i will say this i have met some of the most amazing people in my life because of the the struggles i went through and i ended up like i'm actually really good friends with a handful of that started out to be fans now i talk to them on the regular we text if we're in the same city you know we'll try to link up or we do link up and you know and knowing that I've helped uh, a lot of people be unapologetically them is what makes it all so much more worth it. Like putting my life fully out there. Yeah, it's hard as crap. But I also got to change and help other people realize like, wow, this is normal. Like, it's OK to be that way. Like, all right, cool. It's not what like screw what society tells me. Like, that's normal. That's OK. And I like knowing that I am helping change, you know, the way that mainstream media is trying to tell us what we should be because it shouldn't be like that like we grew up in an age where we didn't have that problem you know thank god like i feel yeah. so bad for the kids that are like in their teens now that having to deal with all this because we didn't have this and thank god because i that's i'm just so glad i'm here now to like kind of help the kids that are younger like in their young 20s even the teenagers that follow the show like help them like look this is normal. It's okay to be a little crazy sometimes. We're females. We have a little bit of hormones. Release it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we're not always crazy. Just sometimes we're hormonal and passionate. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I noticed like you and uh, Cara, Maria, and Paulie have actually gotten like rather close over the last uh, year or so. How did would you say that that um, friendship kind of blossomed? So Kara and I on the show, we immediately, we always, so it's funny. Let me tell So me and Kara, my first challenge, Dirty 30, um, I'm walking up the stairs. Of course, I'm with the Are You The One crew. You know, we always stick to who we know. And I'm like, okay, you guys fill me in. Like, what's the detail on this person and that person? And Amanda, uh, she was like, okay, so Kara, she's like the type to, um, you know, like do like voodoo and stuff. I immediately stopped and I was like, Oh, well, I want to meet her now. Like, that's that sounds like my kind of girl. OK, <laughs> <laughs> so me and a, me and Carl, we honestly we immediately hit it off because we're just both very 
we're we're the weirdos. We really yeah. are. Like we're we don't give a crap like what people think. And like definitely Kara now, she's nothing like when people are like. Mm, really? Because Kara used to actually, and I'm like, no, Kara's grown, and she actually don't give a crap what you think now. Like, Kara's actually like this boss ass bitch, and you're gonna respect the woman she's turned into. <laughs> and we've just, we've always stayed close ever since then. Like, even like on shows, like it's weird how we were always kind of aligned together on shows. Like, um. I think the last two shows that we did together, we were roomies together because we just, we did the tarot card readings. We did the little girl chats late at night, the slumber parties where we gossip and <laughs> snacks at 2 a.m. You know, like that was just me and Cara. That's what we did. And then after the show, it's just kind of just brought us closer because we both kind of got to the point where we were like, you know what? Screw what like social media thinks of us. We're just going to be us. Like who cares? Let's be weird together. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're actually like, you know what? We're cool. So we're going to represent the the weirdos because, you know, weirdos unite. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So we just kind of, yeah, been close ever since. And then me and Polly, I used to hate Polly. But then, because, you know, he kind of he kind of ruined my last relationship. So freaking Polly. But. It's the name of the game. I respect it. It was a hell of a political game he played. And credit's due where credit is due. It doesn't matter. Even if, even though it was against me, he deserves credit. Because that was a hell of a political game he played towards me. And I got to give him props for that. That's respect. And as a businessman, he uh, he's a hell of a businessman. And he's he's actually a pretty great dude. I hated to say yeah. it a couple years ago when he grew on me. But Polly is freaking awesome. Love the dude. Wouldn't I change agree. him for the world. How often do you two uh, bring up that moment from uh, Final Reckoning where he made that <laughs> political move on you? Like, do you guys joke about it now, or is it kind of one of those situations that's like eh, a little bit of a toss-up? We completely joke about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a big yeah. joke now. Yeah, like I'm like you know, like I said, credit credits do where credits do, and honestly, he kind of he helped him doing that brought out a lot of true colors in people that I was like I was not expecting. So him doing that, I got to see a lot of true colors from other people that I thought were friends or people I could trust. So I was like, okay, Polly, I actually kind of owe you a thank you. <laughs> who, who in particular, if you don't mind sharing that? You know, um, saw Brad, for example, like I, I was like, all right, like you've been in this game for way too long, bro. You know, political moves like, you know, once your mind goes, the game goes, you can't play mm. Once you're once you're mentally tapped, you're fucked. You know, you yeah. might as well voluntarily just go go get sent into an elimination and just go home. You know, but um, yeah. And then uh, like um, God, who else? Uh, Nelson disappointed me because Nelson, he was like, he was like, yeah, she probably did, dude. And I'm like, Nelson, you're supposed to be like my best fucking friend. What? <laughs> like, okay, all right, Nelson. And there was a couple other random ones, too, that I'm just like, uh -huh. all right, noted. Next time I see you. <laughs> it's like, I'm not I'm not the weak girl anymore. Like, I'm no longer the underdog or the layup, you know, like I work out now like I'm I'm ready. So I'm like, all right, when I get back on game on, I still get phone calls. I see you. <laughs> oh, you do. So I won't fully lay out who I'm going to come after for whenever I get back on. But I will say I do have a list. 
how how often do you still keep up with the show? Like, uh, is it something that like you know, if you if you're not doing anything, like you'll flip it on, or maybe you'll just keep up through social media? Like, how often would you say that you follow or keep up with? Usually, I keep up with it pretty often. Usually through like social media, and then I still chat with um with a few people from the show and I'll be like, so fill me in. Like, what's the tea, you know, cause like you never know I, when you're going to be on the next season. So I always like to be updated on like, all right, what did my Alliance get caught up in this season? Like, what's up? Like, yeah, yeah. What'd yeah. you get me into now in case I'm on next time with you fuckers, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> I do try to keep up with it just because in future shows, when I'm back on, I'm like, all right, I know you getting a little shady. You're you're still cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, your season of Are You the One, I would say, is probably served as like what many would call like one of the more feeder seasons in the sense of like how many have come from your show and like gone on to like do sustained tenures on the show. Like you've got three of your Are You the One uh, originals still on this current season right now. We got yeah, uh, Nelson, yeah. Amanda, Devin. Right, Devin was with you guys too, right? Yep, he was. Okay. Yep. Yeah, oh, so. there were so many of us that's made it. There, there's me, um, Nelson, Hunter, uh, Amanda, even Cheyenne. She Cheyenne. ended up getting pregnant, so she, but she, you know, she would have still been on if she didn't end up having a baby. So she probably would have still kept going strong. Um, even Chuck, he showed up for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so mad about that season because I was. I was lifting 35 pounds like it was nothing, like just bicep curling 35 pounds. I was ready to kill that season. I was that was my comeback season. I was coming back for Natalie from Big Brother. And yeah, that didn't last long, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that that format in particular on Final Reckoning kind of did a lot of people dirty. You know what I mean? Like you you guys in particular, you know, I mean, we obviously got to see the drama aspect unfold and like the redemption house per se, but that's redemption, you know what I mean? Like it would have right. been interesting to kind of see everybody get like a fair shake just all in the main house from the jump. You know what I mean? Like oh, I don't the know. drama. The drama would have been so good. Exactly. <laughs> it would have been like a free for all, right? Like had like there were so many teams that season. Just throw them all in well. one house. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what the thought process was. Maybe they just didn't want the main house being, like, too filled up. I don't know. But I, Yeah, I don't know what that was. Maybe maybe they had their um, their uh, limit capacity limit that we're used to now. <laughs> maybe they had it already planned out before. Yeah, I don't know because I still think that till this day. That final reckoning, they should have – because the – the people that we had, oh my God, everyone in that house together, whew, it would have been fireworks of drama. You still had like obviously Big Brother and UK people there, but in my personal opinion, I feel like Final Reckoning was the last quote unquote like old school type Agreed. of challenge season. Absolutely. Because it's gotten like very, very over the top with the diversity in which they're th casting from shows and networks countries at this point um dude i don't know anybody anymore like i tried catching up on this latest season because like i said i like to you know tune in on little clips like when big stuff happens i'm nosy you know and i like to see what my friends are doing and um <laughs> so like i'll be watching and i'm like who the fuck are all these people i know like five i've never even heard of this show <laughs> well let, let me throw some shows like, at you here. Wings, you know, I think that's awesome. Spread your wings, yeah. get new people in, but get them from like people that like we've heard of. Cause I don't know anybody. 
Well, well, here's the thing you got to remember, like someone like yourself, right? You come from Ari the One, which is a built-in U.S. MTV show, right? Right. We're, we're allowed to see your character development and like where you came from and things of that nature. Whereas like if you pull like, I don't know, like somebody from Germany who's from like double Dutch. Like, oh, I don't right. Know. Some random yeah, show. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Who nobody knows, right? I mean, why would you want to root for that person in an elimination against someone like a Corey or like a Devin? It just doesn't make sense ethically. You know what I mean? No, uh, not at all. Well, look, I, I'm, I've been training. So whenever I get back on, I'll do us justice, old school version, and we'll get rid of them newbies. <laughs> what, when were you uh, last called, if you can share? Um, This past season. Oh, the one so airing right now, so. yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, the day that uh, we would have been flying out would have been literally two days after I closed on my house. So wow. I kind of can't film and move at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, this year I had a I, I had to pull the big big girl card and make the proper decision to move. <laughs> mm. I already I already closed on the house, so I had to move. You know, that's kind of something you can't avoid. But I mean, it, it worked. I believe everything happens for a reason, and I have no regrets. Um, so, like I said, you never know when you're going to get the call. So I constantly stay training. And you got to be, you know, anything mm -hmm. can happen and you're, you're never gone. Like, I love when people are like, why don't you do the show anymore? I'm like, no, I took a little hiatus, but we're never gone. We're like cockroaches. You can't kill us. <laughs> right, right. And uh, you had kind of like that three seasons, like boom, 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 like all in a row. Right. And it kind of seemed like you were like, you know, taking form into like one of the top female stars, or at least it would appear. I felt like you didn't even uh, scratch your surface yet. As a no, not at all. And what made what made me mad is that, like I, like I said, I was bicep curling thirty five pounds, and I'm tiny, you know. So for yeah. me to do that, that's bruh. Like I was ready to go. Like I had Brad. Brad was helping me train, so like he taught me all like the good ways to train, like challenge wise. So oh, I was ready to finally come in, and I'm I like I was coming in final reckoning. Like look. I need no alliances. F every single one of you. I had I had a I had a car mentality where I was like, send me the F in. Go ahead, because I'll be right back in to send your ass home. Like I'm I was physically capable. And the fact that I didn't get to show that, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. finally meant like mentally and physically capable to like literally dig six graves in less than an hour, six graves. I literally dug three full graves in less than an hour. I was already going on my third grave when CT was still on his one. <laughs> like I was ready. <laughs> you were, you were so, putting in the workload then and everybody huh? else. Was, you were putting in the workload and then everybody oh, else. Heck yeah, I was, I was <laughs> killing it, man. Hey, I worked out like a crazy biatch. For that season i was ready so oh yeah so when i make my comeback i'm coming in hot because hey i didn't get all these muscles for nothing well i mean i got them also to protect myself because people are crazy <laughs> but <laughs> yeah yeah I, and i think like that's like the root of the uh maybe the issue right now and why some or a lot of fans maybe aren't resonating with the current product you know what i mean like is because they miss like who they you know want you know like people like yourself cara paulie 
um, even who they Adeline. grew to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the this current season. I mean, they had like one of the or it was the lowest rated episode, I think, in like the show's history or something like that. Oh, oh no. Yeah. You know, they said that. You know, it's funny. Are you the one? Our season, season three, we were the guinea pig season. Um, apparently, after season two, ratings went down so low that our season. That's why we never got a reunion show because they were like, they're done. Like they're tat. Like. Where this is it. Y'all don't even get a y'all don't get a reunion because this is y'all are the guinea pigs. We're gonna see if y'all might pick it back up. Well, you saw where it came from that. So I'm like, dang it, we deserve that reunion season now because you know, we are the reasons why are you the one came back. <laughs> wow. was that yeah, like so your a little goal? fun fact? <laughs> was that your goal to get onto television? Or how did that process snowball? Kind of, yeah. So um, okay, so before I got into Are You The One. I did a lot of acting in Atlanta. I did a lot of featured work, a lot of extra work. Um, I was on Need for Speed. I was on a Vacation, the like spinoff of National Lampoon. Yeah. Gr- great movie. It's a good movie. Um, I've done, um, I worked on Vampire Diaries, the originals, a lot of Tyler Perry movies, a lot of VH1 TV shows. Like I had a great career going on acting wise. Wow. But then I was, I recently at that time, fell in love with like the behind the scenes like I would I would catch myself like in between takes if I wasn't needed I'd be following the camera guys like what does that do like oh that's cool what's this you know like I wanted to know more about the behind the scenes the directing part of it all of that so and then one of the casting agencies she was like hey I came across this MTV show it's a reality show it's a dating show if you're single you can win up to a million bucks like do you want me to submit your information i was like well i'm single a million dollars mtv you said three great yes i'm in like (laughs) submit my stuff you know and all the next month i got the skype interview and then the next one they flew me to la did that interview then did the psych test and then three months later i got the call that i got it and then so and then i was like all right reality show this is a great way to see if i want to be in front of the camera or behind what other better way to see if you want to be in full public eye you know a reality show perfect so that's what i did and i absolutely fell in love with both i love being in front and behind i love all the i love the directing side of it it's so i on the challenge they'll always get on to me because i'll be behind the producers like hey so what is that like what's going on? Like, Oh, that's cool. And they're like, go do something. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they kind of get annoyed with me. Cause I'm like, Hey, so what does that button do right there on that camera? And then they'll be like recording a fight and I'll like, I'll be behind them with my, my face, like over their shoulder. Like, Oh, that's cool. Oh, so that's what that button does. And they'll like kick from behind me, like, stop, I'm trying to film this fight. So yeah, it's definitely it's a love for both sides. Yeah, in front and behind the camera. It's it's addicting. It's fun. You know, there's a lot of chaos on both ends. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how similar that um the Are You the One auditioning process was to like say a real world? Because I've heard millions of real world stories, but obviously it's different in the sense they have to narrow it down to only seven people usually. So that's like a lot, I guess more of a process whereas like are you the ones like a lot more cast members how similar do you know do you know how similar the process works um so i really don't know too much about the real world um the real world part of it but i will say that uh it's similar in the sense that we 
do the same Skype interview. Um, they want to know your whole background. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, they're kind of very similar. I don't know how mm. the auditioning part is once whenever they get flown to L.A. to do that part. But I do know that, like, for us, it was um, – it's very uh, – they like to – all the producers kind of line up. And I feel like it's probably the same because it's all Viacom. So they kind of line up in a line. And it's like half of them are the bad cops and the other half are the good cops. So while they're interviewing you, you got the good cops that are kind of like praising you, asking you the fabulous questions, making you feel like, oh, I got this show, you know. And then the bad cops, bad cops, you know, they're over there like asking like the mean questions, trying to break you down, get you emotional, all that stuff. And one of my good friends, he actually was going to do one of the real world things. And it sounded like that's it's kind of like what they had to do almost except for it was like a one-on-one situation it wasn't like mm-hmm. a lineup of producers <laughs> oh wow yeah that i think that is what Ari the one from what i've heard from others is kind of like a line of producers yeah and pro- yeah, yeah and it's intimidating because you're like all of a sudden like the bad cops of the producers are actually like the sweetest when you get to know them and after I got casted, I finally told him, I was like, man, you made me a nervous wreck. I thought you hated me. And they're like, yeah, it's really hard playing that role because they'll be the funniest guys that have to play the bad cops. And I'm like, how'd you act that well? Because you're actually the sweetest human. So it was all virtual, the uh, auditioning, or do you have to go in person for any like um, audition processing? Um, only one time. So everything was um, was all virtual except for the one flight to L.A. where I actually had to go into the building and then sit in one chair while I was being judged by the six producing judges. <laughs> it was definitely entertaining, that's for sure. Do you remember any questions that, like, stick out for you that, like, you feel like maybe could have shifted them into wanting you or was it just a pretty fast-tracked thing for you oh absolutely so it made me nervous so um i was miss teen hawaii and uh back when i was 16 so um they told me uh whenever i mentioned that he was the the mean cop the main producer he was like uh so you know right now all i'm seeing is all smiles and pageant queen like this is all i'm getting is a pageant queen just faking smiles she was he was like that's not what we want. Like we want the real you and we're just getting a pageant queen. We don't want that. I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. It's going to take a lot more to get under my skin to, t- to piss me off and to get a reaction. <laughs> and then, so like, just from him saying that I left and I called my mom and I was like, I didn't get it. Like I didn't get it. They thought I was just being too pat, like too smiley and pageant pageanty when in reality, I just don't, I have a long fuse. It takes a while, you know, you'll piss me off, but it's going to take you a while to get there and you don't want to get there, you know? So I, I mean, like I said, I was a pageant girl, so I'm used to mean people like that's nothing new. I can handle that, you know? So, you can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Okay, good. Sorry. I hit a button and I was like, Oh crap. But, um, yeah, so I was like, I called my mom. I was like, I didn't get it. Like, there's no way he hated me. Like he told me that I was being fake the whole time. And I don't look like I, I could make it for TV that I'm too nice. And then three months later, I got the call that I got it. And I was like, mom, I guess he liked it, (laughs) but I guess it worked. Like, I guess, I mean, in that world, I mean, you don't want someone that's always fighting, I guess. You know, we have enough of those. So 
So I guess being the little pageant queen till the pop-off was necessary worked. Yeah, if right. You watched, if you watched season three of Are You the One, I was I popped off a lot. Yeah, never a bad thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, hey, me and uh, me and Hunter actually got into a huge, massive fight in Are You the One, but they never aired it. Me and Hunter were actually supposed to be rivals in Rival Three. It and wasn't Nelson supposed to be. Spot. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be Devin and um, Cheyenne, or was it Nelson and Nelson it was, and Amanda? It ended up being Nelson and Amanda, and then Devin and Cheyenne. It was going to be Devin and Cheyenne, and it was supposed to be me and Hunter, not Amanda and Nelson. But I had yeah. a I had a sprained meniscus at the time, so I couldn't do it. But it was supposed to be me and Hunter instead of Amanda and Nelson. A little fun fact. That would have been fun, right? You, I think you guys are a pretty good team. Dude, me and Hunter, we would have freaking killed it, dude. We would have killed it. And the drama could, like, me and Hunter, we're very identical. So we, like, get into it. when It would it would have been entertaining, that's for sure. But uh, challenge-wise, we definitely would have killed it, for sure. Because he's so calm and collective, like, even in, like, the most pressured situations, he's so, like, look at me, it's fine, we're good, you're safe. Like, he's kind of like that person you want to go to when you're in a panic attack. He's like, woosa, and I'm like, yes, master. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yoda. (laughs) What was that fight between you two about? Ah, what was it? I think he... Uh, that's I remember what it was he kept thinking like everyone kept swearing because we're both southern that we were a perfect match and he swore we'd be a perfect match so he kept pushing like us being a perfect match like going on dates and stuff like that and I'm like Hunter we're not a freaking match just going in and then Hunter's got a pop off mouth like I do so he'd be like you know what F you, Brittany, blah 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 we could be and you're not even trying I'm like you're not even my type (laughs) <laughs> it was just dumb and child. It was just two uh two fools acting fools. When two country pumpkins get into a argument, it was funny. No one probably understood a word we said with all the uh southern slang being thrown around, but it's fine. Yeah. And like that was obviously your original show and then from speaking with like a lot of people, it, it always feels like their original show and like their original cast is always the one that they hold kind of close to them. And remember maybe most or like hold in a certain regard as opposed to maybe like their second shows or third shows they end up doing. How do you feel like that stacks up for you? Like, would you feel like the crew that you were with on Are You The One has like more of a special place to you than maybe the people you made with the challenge or are they right about on the same wavelength? Honestly, so my biggest issue in my life is loyalty. And one thing I'll say about my Are You The One fam is that we are all very loyal. Like we are our alliance will never like it's probably the strongest alliance ever like we don't i i would literally at one point i almost threw myself into elimination because i couldn't vote for either one of them like they're my they're my family you know we're we're family we're stuck together and we're gonna fight together we're gonna go tooth and nail for one one another because we know we can trust each other when everyone else is so wishy-washy we're like we know like, for example, me, Nelson, Hunter, and Devin, like, we know for a fact us four would never turn on one and knock on wood. You never know with these damn shows. But I know for a fact, we, us four, nothing to ever worry about, like, at all. Like, I know whenever, if those three are in uh, the Troika, Troika or whatever the main macho thing is at that yeah. during that season, I know for a fact 
which if one of my boys are in there, they're going to fight for me. Like I would never doubt it. Like we're just, our loyalty is just, they've, we've never done anything to each other to not distrust each other. All we've done is prove the opposite, which is trust. So, and that's, Loyalty to us is everything, and I think it's a mutual thing for all of us on that one. Even Amanda, like, I know for a fact I could, even though I'm really good friends with Jenna and Kara, two people that Amanda does not like at all, I know for a fact I could trust Amanda still, you know? Mm. So, it's just, it's a weird alliance. It's like, yeah, we're we're some loyal bitches. We're loyal to a fault. It gets us in a lot of trouble. It gets me in a lot of trouble. God. <laughs> it would have been so cool if, like, say, like, throwing you and hunter back into the fold and then having devin nelson amanda all there i feel like we could be looking at an Ari the one three takeover on one of these upcoming shows and well what's annoying is that i thought that's where we were headed and so after the uh after final reckoning that's where i thought we were headed was kind of like a real world versus are you the one and then big brother like us three mix you know but then all of a sudden it's like a weird i don't understand but Hey, I'm here. Whatever works for them, I support. But yeah, that's where I thought we were leaning towards. It was kind of like an Are You the One versus Real World with a little splash of Big Brother, which I thought was perfect. I thought it was a great mix. Great drama, great competition. Yeah. I just like, and I think I'm, I'm speaking for a lot of, or most people, like F- Final Reckoning or like Vendettas, any of those trilogy seasons, like that vibe in particular. We didn't know what we had as fans when we had it, like until we lost it, you know, and it's it's a shame to say, but it's true. It's so funny that you say that because I hear that so often, but I just assume it's my fans. Of course, you know, they're going to say that. But hearing that from like another like point of view, like that's what I've always thought. Like so many people like now they're like, you know, God, I would do anything to have uh, have the crew back. Are you the one to miss you guys? Like. And just like what you just said, I'm getting a lot of that. And I'm like, you know, one day, like, like I said earlier, we're never gone. We're like cockroaches. We always come back. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think like when everybody saw, I think it was last summer, it was like uh, you, Hunter, Nelson, we're all like, and Wes maybe we're like working out. Cause I think like it was for the friends and benefits thing. Everybody yep. kind of assumed like <laughs> that was when the rumor mill started churning. Like they thought that you guys were training together for, for a challenge but i mean hey, i don't technically we kind of were because like i said you never know so we're always yeah. training for one like even me like knowing like knowing that nothing's going to be filmed for a while like you never know like be on standby um this whole time that i've been moving into the house i'm like you never know so work out and train so we're always going to be ready we're never not ready you know because like i said we're, we're like cockroaches. You can't kill us. We're, we can pop back in five years later. <laughs> yeah. Well, because for us, it doesn't feel like five years. Like it doesn't feel like I've been gone for three years. You know, it only, it feels like yesterday I was just on final reckoning, you know, like it doesn't feel that long because everything happens so quick. Mm. How many like post-show opportunities did you get? Like because of the show? Cause I know like some are the one stories, but like mainly real world, like they, they would send them on like bar appearances, speaking engagements and stuff like that. Did you get to go on like any of those or like any opportunities like through the show, perhaps? I did. Thankfully, um, 2017, end of two, end of 2017 and most of 2018, we did some awesome appearance gigs. 
excuse me. And when I tell you they were so much fun, they, uh, they were great meeting up with all the fans. Like I tell all my fans all the time, like if it wasn't for them, like if it wasn't for y'all, we would be like, we wouldn't be anything, you know, like if it wasn't for fans, if it wasn't for podcasts, like none of that, we wouldn't be shit. We really wouldn't. So any opportunity that like I got to meet up with fans and like just kind of spread the love and get to meet everybody. Like I, oh, it was the best feeling ever. And a lot of the stuff we did, we did like a golf, a big golf tournament that like helped raise money and stuff for like, I think it was the wounded warriors, uh, thing that they have it was for I think it was that one I can't remember there were so many random ones but um like knowing one we're doing something for a great cause two we're meeting so many fans and they are some of the best people ever they really are they are they are wild and crazy I was like I was like it's one reason why I love the challenge because we attract people as crazy as we are and this is my type of shit (laughs) (laughs) This is what I live for. But I did. We did a lot of cool stuff. We were we did stuff in Orlando, New York, Chicago. Um, I think we did one in Atlanta. We did one. uh, Yeah. Yep. Right in Atlanta. And then Orlando was fun. I think I already said Orlando Um, all over the place. And like I said, they were just a pure blast. I got to meet so many cool people. I finally got to meet Emily Strom. Love that girl. She's such a beautiful soul worship her but yeah so on top of meeting fans i gotta meet some of my favorite og challengers <laughs> yeah so you you won the golf tournament i would presume right <laughs> uh, duh i was basically the caddy okay i just drove around handing out beers i was like you want a drink i got you i would just go around with my little crew and i would just socialize with everyone's little crews hey, don't I, give I, me a golf cart Basically, well, I turned I mean, it in. I basically make it into a four wheeler. I flipped. I would, I would assume like, I mean, you're in a nature area, right? Like I'd assume like four wheelers are a big thing by where you're at, right? Oh, absolutely. I- I'm as Southern as they come. Four wheeling, all of it. So for me, I'm like, give me anything four wheeled. Even that's why my big old blue Jeep outside. Like, oh, give me something that can go off road. Uh, hey, in golf carts, yeah. they can go off road now. They're not just for the course. <laughs> <laughs> I go to I, I go to Pennsylvania a lot in the summer, and there's a lot of like wooded areas around there. That's like a big four wheeling type thing. But the only thing I can't do with is the bugs that come in PA. It's like a little too much for my liking. But imagine how it is hey, here in Georgia. You guys get a lot of bugs there. Oh my God, so many and ticks are so bad. I have three animals. And I love to hike. We have great little hiking areas all around us. And when I tell you, the bugs. That's why I'm so glad autumn and winter's coming because the bugs can go back to hell for the next few months. Because <laughs> I am over it. Like, go, they need to go home. So one reason, like, I have this big, beautiful porch. It's going to make it all blurry. But I have this massive porch, beautiful, like, patio furniture. But uh, I, one more month and I'll be out there when those bugs go back to hell. Because... I ain't doing it. Nope. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm, I don't do bugs. Never have. Never will. That'll be my first challenge I fell at and go home. Yeah, get purged on that, huh? God, let me not say that because they're going to make sure that happens. For yeah, me. they're going to they're gonna listen to this and then they're going to make the first challenge at 38. It's going to be uh go. Just kidding. I love bugs. Love yeah. them. They're so tasty. Protein. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think my favorite moment of yours was probably the burn vote on Leroy because like it created like such like an iconic like television moment. Like I guess like um from like a game standpoint, I could see why you might uh, take a liking to or dislike to it. But as like a just a pure like entertainment standpoint and like a fan perspective, like that had to be up there in terms of like the moments of Dirty Thirty. And quite honestly, I'm surprised that you guys weren't partners on Final Reckoning, you and Leroy. I was pretty shocked too, to be honest, because that's why, like, I would have never thought it would have been my ex, just because, like, that had was nothing like, to do. Yeah, like he had been removed for like what at that point it had been what four years since his last TV appearance, so that's why. Hello, it seemed like- yeah, and like, give me like juicy, you know, somebody now with drama, like Tori. Me and Tori had all that big stuff go. Me and Kayla. I could keep me and Leroy. Like, I could keep naming so many good partners I could have had. And me and Leroy, like, I was shocked to find that it wasn't Leroy. Like, when I saw that he was on the same bus that I was in to run down, I was like, okay, well, you're not my partner. Shit, who the hell's my partner? (laughs) I was like, God, I don't think I have drama with anyone else. Like, who the hell is it going to be? And, yeah, it wasn't Leroy. I was disappointed in that one because I love Leroy. That's my boy. I felt so bad. And then we ended up being in the same redemption house after I, I, I walked in and I just gave Lee the biggest hug. I was like, I'm, I was like, I will make this up to you till the day I die. Actually in vendettas, I try, I made it up to him and I completely turned on my alliance with Devin whenever wow. um, I was supposed to say Joss's name to, um, or no, I was supposed to say Leroy's name to get rid of bananas, his alliance. And I would, I, I promised Leroy that I would, I, I would make it up to him and I'm, I'm, woman of my word i will not never you know go against my word like i said i'll throw myself into an elimination before i go against what i promised someone so i like i looked at devin and like i said earlier with our alliance like we stick together we're a strong we're a strong alliance that's why they we always get everyone comes after us because they know we're strong together but i was i looked at devin and i was like i'm sorry and i remember i looked back when tj came to me to say you know say a name to get sent in I looked at Devin and I did my little shrug and I was like, Joss, I'm sorry, honey. I love you, but I got it. I, it's you. And I looked at Leroy. I was like, <laughs> hey. thumbs up, Lee. I love you. <laughs> I mean, you, you may have set the stage for like arguably the greatest elimination by, by voting in Joss. You know what I mean? Like, cause if you didn't vote him in, we could have saw like someone else go in against Derek, but it would have been Leroy against Derek. Yeah. And Derek's a pit bull. Oh, watching Jocelyn, those those pictures that they have of me, Jimmy, and Johnny Bananas together, I still have it. I'll send it to you after this. It is so funny. Yeah. Every single one of our faces watching Joss and Derek go attic. Like, I'm like this, like, and then Johnny's just like, <laughs> and then Jimmy's just, <laughs> I'll send you the little collage of us three. It's so funny. Oh, my God. It is, hell. it's gold. It's pure gold. Yeah, that was probably one of the best eliminations ever. That's for sure. That was probably one of my favorites. How, how long did that go on for? Like, Oh, my God. The fact that they didn't even air, like, the proper time that this went on. It went, it started, I want to say we started about, like, nine. It went on till, no, it was about ten when they started. It went on till about midnight, almost one. We were out there for hours. While they did this and like they made it look like it was a 30 minute fight or like an hour fight. No, 
they were going at it for going on two hours. It was insane. And neither one of them were gassing out. No one was gassing. Like I said, it was like watching two pit bulls fight. It was a Rottweiler versus a pit bull. No one was giving up. No one was unla- unlatching that jaw. <laughs> <laughs> and I love both of them. Like Derek's my honey. Joss is, he's just, it's Joss. Like, how can you not love Joss? You know, like, I mean, come on. So you got two of the purest souls, like literally fighting each other. And you just want to, like, I wanted to get in the middle of it and be like, no, just stop. (laughs) I can't, like all of us, we all felt that way at one point. Like we all looked at them like, please just end it. Like we can't take it anymore. Like we don't want to watch it. Stop, like forfeit the shit. We can't handle this anymore. It's like you're two golden boys fighting, you know? Um, yeah. It was hard. It was a hard one, but it was a good one. It was a hell of a good one. Yeah, I, I got to know the tea about this because I heard before the elimination, Derek, like, ran up to you to, like, I don't like say hi or, like, try and kiss you or something like that. And, like, he, he didn't know that you and Brad were, like, a thing on the show. Did, so, I don't know. Did he? Oh, wait. I, Hold on. It's vaguely coming back. Okay, yes, he did. Okay, so, okay, it's not that he came in for a kiss. So he he didn't know. Okay, so Brad, he got super concerned that me and Derek had, like, a serious thing. So Brad was super, like, you know, I'm not trying to step on my buddy's toes. Like, oh, my God. And I was like, no, you know, me and Derek, like, it really wasn't like that. Like, we're just great friends. And then he comes on the show, and he did come in to give me a hug. I don't know if he came in for a kiss, but he came in for a hug. And, you know, I love Derek, so I gave him the biggest hug ever. But I don't know if he came in for a kiss. I don't think so, but he could have. But in the chaos of everything, I don't know. I'm going to have to investigate on that one because now I'm curious. Uh, This was just like an urban legend. I mean, I had to ask, you know what I mean? Like, ah, well, I'll investigate. I'll investigate. But we he, we definitely came in hot for a hug because I love that baby. I love him so much. <laughs> you're you're like the you're like my uh, investigator right now for all the tea. It seems like I got you. I got you, babe. I got your email. I got your contact info now. I'll send you all yeah. the tea. I need someone to gossip <laughs> with. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think Cara Cara gets Cara gets tired of all my gossip. She's like, can we just can you just read my tarot cards? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm there like, was nothing right. serious, right? Huh? Nothing serious between you and Derek? No, no, nothing serious. Uh, me and Derek was more kind of like just like a fun thing. And then we had CT instigating, you know, CT yeah, was like, yeah. oh, just make out already. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, you're hot. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come here, Derek. You're mine. I'll claim yeah. you. But no, yeah. I, 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 uh, I respect Derek too much to um put the siren spell on him. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's too innocent, too sweet. I can't do that to someone too sweet and innocent, you know? Yeah, yeah. What was the deal with the suitcase situation on Vendetta? It's like, why did you, like, take part in it? Like, were you just, like, okay. you know, kind of like a long night of drinking? Like, what led you to want to... A lot of drinking. And so what happened was... Okay, all right, I need my hot tea for this one and the popcorn. Okay, so what happened was I... She turned on our, Kaylee turned on our alliance earlier that day by putting Devin in. Mm. So me and Nelson immediately go in like, this bitch just turned on all of us by turning on one of our guys. Like we're, you know how alliances work. You watch the show. We're all, you mess with one person in that alliance. The whole alliance is kind of screwed, you know? 
So we took it personally, like, oh, now you just completely screwed over. Like, now we're at risk. Like, that's one less person. Like, now it's down to three of us, you know? We went from five to now maybe three, you know? And that's a very, when two of them are Hunter and Nelson, which are always being, come like, they're always, someone's always coming after them. Always. They never catch a break. So when the more you drink, the more you drink, I had Nelson whispering in my ear a little bit more and more saying, you know, uh, she turned on our alliance. She turned on our alliance. Like, how are you going to be nice to her after she turned on our alliance? And then, you know how it is when you're drinking, you're like, yeah, you got a valid point. She did turn on our alliance. You know, she's she's ruining our chance at money. Like, oh, hell no. She's leaving our room because we had one one request when we moved her into our bedroom. We were like, look, we don't do drama here. It was me, Cara, Natalie, and Jimmy. And this was like, Jimmy on a good, usually she doesn't have much drama. She just sits back and listens to the tea, you know? Mm -hmm. So we just were all kind of like, all right, no drama. And, you know, you can move your mattress in. So it's what she did. She moved her mattress upstairs into our room. And then when she turned on our alliance, uh, we all went out, did a lot of drinking and we came back and we were like, no, she's, she's getting the fuck, she's getting the hell out of our room. Like she's getting out of here. Like she's not going to stay in our room. Like she disrespected us. She turned on the alliance. Like let's get her out. So we, we went old school challenge and grabbed the mattress and threw it over the balcony onto the couch. We threw it all on a couch now. Let's throw that in there. We threw the mattress over. It landed on the couch. And then we threw the luggage onto the mattress over the balcony, which is only a floor. It was just a floor. <laughs> Trying to make myself feel better about the situation because yeah. I am not proud of this. But it was probably my worst moment on TV. But it's fine. We are all human and we make mistakes. That's what I tell myself to make me feel better. But <laughs> so, yeah, so we just kicked her out of our room old school challenge style. And mm. like I said, drunk me saw my alliance threatened and I was like, yeah, let's get her ass out. But let's keep these pillows because I could use the extra pillows. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, it was about like the alliance, but like it seemed like maybe more of a uh, personal type of thing with the other two girls. Because like, I mean, they had that whole drama thing going on with the whole Natalie situation. And I don't know, like what the deal was with that because but. Yeah, like maybe... honestly, till this day, I still don't know what that was about with like the whole Natalie situation and all that. Like, I know there was a lot of like Natalie and Johnny drama going on, and a, I don't know, it was a very weird uh, few weeks there because yeah, Natalie sleeping and sleeping with Johnny, or well, not? They were just in the same bed together, you know. Yeah, yeah. they weren't they weren't hooking up, but they were just you know cuddling. Yeah. And then um, so you had that going on. And then you had uh, me and uh, Kayla, we had a whole secret alliance through a little bit of that season. And then turns out I couldn't trust because I, I did the little, all right, I'm going to tell her one thing. And then if this gets out, and like, she's the only one I told this lie to. So if it comes back, like, I know I can't trust, like, this is a fake alliance. She's just trying to play me. And mm -hmm. I'll be down. Someone came back to me and was like, someone came back to me and was like, oh, um, you, uh. Oh, hold on. Where are we at? There we are. Oh, no. Why'd you turn around? There it is. Um, sorry, my internet's been weird today. But, um, yeah, so I uh, said something to her to see if it would make it back to, I think it was Cam. And Cam came to me. She was like, hey, you know, I heard you were trying to get me sent into elimination. And I was like, 
no. I was like, not at all. I was like, I was just testing to see if I could trust her. I was like, Cam, you're my girl. You know, I would never like you're good friends with one of my good friends from my hometown. Like, come on, like a queen respects a queen and I respect you. You respect me. You're like, no, yeah. I, I should have filled her in on what I was doing prior. But when you're kind of trying to see someone's true colors, you don't really tell other people the agenda, you know? So um, I saw real quick that, yeah, uh, Kayla and I weren't a true alliance. So I think, um, like I said, there was a lot going on that season that people don't even know about. So um, there was that. And then uh, they all had their weird drama with Kaylee because uh, Kaylee was uh, secretly hooking up with Johnny Bananas. And so that like brought out all kinds of stuff. So I think there was a lot of, um, I think Kayla probably felt threatened maybe by like, Kaylee taking Johnny's like alliance more towards her side, you know, and away from Kayla's side. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, so I feel like that's kind of what happened there. And you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's just always down for some fun drama. That's just the death's been Jimmy since day one of reality TV, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then me, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, my alliance has been turned on. Let's go. God (laughs) bless it. But yeah, so I'm glad that is, done but i love that um, paramount plus is up with all the episodes i get the random ones like you're such a bully and i'm like i'm actually not a bully at all i just went old school challenge and and i didn't put it in the pool we just threw it over the balcony yeah right i mean they could have could have built an indoor pool or something for you guys to drop that thing and maybe no that would have been that would have sufficed Remember back in the day on old school challenges, people's stuff would get thrown in the pool. All kind of stuff would end yeah. up, I think, in the ocean at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that, yeah, I think the whole bed uh, luggage situation, I think that was more of, for me, I felt threatened by, I was drunk. I felt my alliance was threatened. And when you've got a million dollars possibly being taken from you, it's... You know, it brings out the worst in you. It, money brings out the worst in everybody. And unfortunately, like I said, it's not my proudest moment. So that definitely was my little weak moment of the evil money can bring out in you, you know. But with the other two girls, like I said, I think I think Jimmy was more for her just because she likes drama. And I think Kayla, that was more of a personal situation for her because they actually yeah. had like heated arguments. Yeah. Well, and, uh, speaking of Paramount Plus, I don't know if you knew this or not, but like the UK version of the challenge on net ways, it might be Netflix, actually. I'm getting the two mixed up. But either way, your face is like dead center for the UK version of uh, hey. the challenge. Did well, you know that? That makes me happy. I need to see this. You I'm going to find that? it. I'm going to look it up. Like you, This is your first time hearing about that? Yeah. I'm like well, genuinely surprised. It's like, no. Because they released the challenge on the UK version of, like, Netflix or something like that, or Paramount Plus, whichever, or either way, your face is front center for the UK version of the challenge. Hey! It's like, hey, it's at like, least the UK loves me. <laughs> it's like Kyle, Joss, and then you in the middle. I for love Vendettas. it. Aww, right That's between crazy. my two honeys. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I love Joss. He's so sweet. Kyle, too. Kyle's, Kyle's my crazy pirate, and I love Joss because... Um, I have long monkey toes, and Joss goes, Britt, with your fucking, with your freaking koala toes, get your koala toes away from me. <laughs> he calls my toes koala toes, and with that beautiful accent, I'm like, make fun of my toes all day, honey. Go ahead. I I feel like Joss doesn't get like the proper like uh, 
you know, shine with like the edit. Like I feel like they try to make it look like he has zero personality and then you see him on like social media and then all these stories start to come out of they're like of how funny and like all this other stuff. It's like, well, he's amazing. I love like he Joss is probably one of the funniest human beings. He is so goofy. He's like this he's kind of the perfect human. Like look at him and he has the personality like that fun goofy not not arrogant at all personality he's so humble like and i'm sorry but if i looked like a greek god i probably would not be as humble as him because <laughs> he is he is just such a sweetheart and he's like what you said he's so yeah. funny he is hilarious yeah. i think for him when he was on um he was always in a relationship so i kind of think mm. that diluted him a little bit from being who he actually is does that make sense yeah, right. So I think that's what it is more, Joss, because you see him on Instagram. He's so funny. Yeah. He's definitely one of my faves. He's great. <laughs> so coming into Final Reckoning, like how far into it did you know or did not know that Chuck was going to be your partner? Okay, so I kind of heard the rumor mill that um they saw chuck there and i was like there ain't no way in hell chuck's like who is he now you know like no way well then they took us on one bus up and then they took the, uh, the other half on the other bus and we're like all right so who's all here and who's not here we're like okay the people that we know you know who are always on the show they're not on here so they're on a different bus so at this point, we're like all looking at each other like, OK, who's your who do you have? Who do you have drama with? What about you? Who you got stuff with? OK, what about you? And there was at one point where we just saw and like me, the everyone I named um, who was I think I named like it was Leroy, uh, Veronica. And who was the other person? Hunter. I think it was Hunter. Um, I was like, y'all are the only ones I would possibly have maybe drama with. And they were on the bus with me. Or no, actually, was Hunter on this? I don't think Hunter was on that season. He came so, in as a mercenary. Mer that's what it was. Yep. So, Lee, he's right there. Veronica, I don't even think she was on that season, actually. So, I'm like, all right, Lee, you're the only one I have, like, drama with, but you're here. I'm like, who the hell? Like, all right, here we go. They gave us the walkie-talkies. And as soon as they had the voices um, covered... But, I mean, it was kind of janky. Like, I could still hear. And I knew immediately. I was like, you got to be shitting me right now. Like, I, I, I can hear that voice. I knew it. And my little spidey sense was going off the whole time. I kind of knew my gut. Hey, a woman's intuition, man, I'll tell you. It's exactly what they say it is. It's definitely usually right. And I'll be damned. I was right. I should have known whenever um, I dug two graves and it was still the wrong grave. I should have known that it was my ex leading me to all the wrong graves, wasting my time. What What is like uh, maybe your version of why you guys broke up? Honestly, I him, he's just so his brother. It's funny. So when we first started dating here, when we first started dating, his brother told me he was like, look, give you a heads up. He has a two year limit. He does this with every girl. After two years, he just kind of gets bored and moves on to the next one. I was, you know, dumb young girls. Oh, I'll, not, I'll change him, whatever. <laughs> yeah, nope, that two-year mark hit. And yeah, he did exactly what his brother said he was going to do. So I was warned. I was just young and dumb. And I was like, no, I can change a man. 
jokes on me. But, you know, it worked out beautifully, and he's living his best life. We're actually good friends now, and one thing I can say is I'm good friends with all the exes. Me and Brad, we're, I mean, we're cool. (laughs) Would you do exes, like an exes format with Brad? Absolutely, yeah. I definitely would. Um, it w- it would be it would be tough, but I think us together as a part like as partners, I think we would kill it a hundred percent because we he uh, he knows how to stay calm in like situations where I would panic, and he would uh, he he's a good teacher. Hence, I guess that's why he's a teacher. He's a good yeah. teacher at telling you know teaching you what to do and not panicking and freaking out about it. And he's just. I think competitive, like I said, as competitive as I am now, since I actually have muscle on like the first two seasons I did. Gosh. Yeah. Us together. I think we would absolutely kill an X season. Like we would slay it and the drama would be interesting for me. It would be the, um, the, uh, sexual tension. I'm curious to see what that would be like. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think we would definitely, yeah. That we need a good X season. I'm just saying, it, we need a good X season. I'm rooting for that right, one. You're, you're, you're preaching the, you're preaching to the right choir right now. This is the gospel. An X season, we're at least like three years, like in the making. At least three to five. It's been like since we've been overdue for an X's. And think about how many good X's we have. We have especially so right many now. Oh my god. Yes. And they're all like competitive, like or, or like good TV. Like none of them are just like flies on the wall. Like literally every, yeah. it would be so good. Oh, it would be awesome. Hey, there, you, we never know. It could be the next one. It, you never know with these people. They always got some tricks up their sleeves. These damn producers. <laughs> but that's why <laughs> so we love it. Your the, feelings were, your feelings for Brad were uh, genuine, right? Like. Yeah, absolutely. But I will say they were 100% genuine. I mean, Brad, he's just he's a really good human. He he truly is. Um, I think for me and Brad, I just got out of a long term two year relationship. Um, he just got out of a 10 year marriage. So I think mm. for both of us, we were kind of like a rebound for each other. Yeah. And it wasn't like a purpose rebound. It was just that fun rebound to escape that reality out of all the chaos you just went through, you know? So I, it's like we were each other's peace in the storm. Yeah. Did did you, did you feel like anything you did in the uh, redemption house would have warranted like, um, Brad to want to break up with you at all? Or was that like kind of exacerbated? So it was definitely, um, they made it a lot more, uh, sexual than what it was not at all so like there was one scene where you see me talking I think uh I'm Polly's like looking out the window and me and Charles were down we're outside talking and you see Polly looking out the window and every time Polly's looking out the window um you hear me talking and that's because they're doing a little voice thing over and that was something I didn't say during that conversation what was it? It was something about like me, like um, our sexual tension, how like I like it's hard to not jump his bones right now or something like that. Yeah, so something along those something. It was something weird. But um, yeah. And I was like, I did not say that about him or there in that conversation at all. I, and then I rewatched it and I was like, ah, that's why every time I'm saying those things, the camera's on Polly watching us out the window. 
All right. All right. So they definitely made it. I mean, it made it for great TV, so I respect it. But yeah. uh, it definitely kind of put me in a sticky hole because it made me look worse than, you know, what I was in the house. And I was just a broken girl getting some closure. And then the twerk. Oh, I twerked on my ex's lap. It's not like I strip danced for him. Like it was a twerk. <laughs> my my butt twerks when I walk. Like it's just a twerker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen, like, the word edit get, like, thrown around a lot, and it's usually, like, my favorite thing to ask people. Like, how did you feel about, like, maybe your overall, like, portrayal or edit on the show? Like, more specifically, maybe Final Reckoning, because I'd say, like, they maybe geared towards, like, typecasting you as, like, the crazy ex-girlfriend or something like that. Oh, but absolutely. How, how so did you was, feel about that? I was a little – so usually they played me off, like, pretty well, like – me, who I am, you know, like the little nudist, free, like happy, like whatever, you know, cool. I'm here for a good time, not a long time type thing. But that they definitely played me off as kind of like the crazy ex. And it didn't help that like Davon and, you know, was doing her little commentary and all that. Um, So that didn't help at all. But they definitely made me seem a little crazy when they knew the situation. And I think yeah, it was definitely, uh, I wasn't really pleased with that one. That one kind of was disappointing because that was, it, it was so real. Like, yeah. but also out of that, I got a lot of females who went through what I went through and was like, you know, good for you. Like, at least you got your closure. Like I've been there and they make it seem like I'm the crazy one. Like I had a lot of females that could resonate with what yeah. I was being aired as and it's not that yeah. I was being aired as that like I actually was personally going through all those things it's just that they didn't show really well I guess it was the first episode that I immediately went to the redemption house so I guess I really didn't have much time to show anything <laughs> that season <laughs> except for a crazy side but it didn't help like I said that they had Davon commenting on our relationship that she knew nothing about in the past, which made it made me seem crazier. You know what I'm saying? When as a female, you know, you should understand what another female is going through as, you know, after being literally just dropped like a hat, you know. Yeah. So it definitely was um, it was uh, at first I took it a little personally. I was like, really, MTV? Really? Like, you're going to do that to me? Like, for real? And then whenever I started getting a little bit more of the messages of from other females that are like, I've been through that. Like, you're not crazy. Like, you deserved every inch of that. I wish I would have gotten the opportunity that you did to get the closure. Like, I'm so sorry you got stuck in that situation. You didn't deserve. Like, so I did luckily get a lot of females that, like I said, could resonate with what I was going through as well. So I was like, okay, thanks, girls. Y'all are making me feel a little bit better about my craziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The this will this will be a good final point though. Like, are there any of like maybe some of the people that you uh you know feuded with? Like, is any of those still like active? Like the Dave Vaughn one, of course, like comes to mind in particular. I think a lot of people would uh, be curious as to like maybe your stance on like her now. Um, oh yeah, fuck her. Part of my French. No, no, you're allowed to curse. I mean, I should have okay, told you good. that earlier. Yeah, I have, I have the worst mouth. It's funny. Producers will be like, be like, your interview is going to be beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, crap, I'm sorry. I'll try to not cuss. <laughs> but no, so um, yeah, Davon, nah, that girl can eat shit till the day, like, I die. Like, I have no respect for her. I reached out to her. Um, actually, when, before uh, Final Reckoning aired, um, on Instagram, no, it was Twitter. 
the home of bullies. That's what I call Twitter, home of bullies. <laughs> so on Twitter, uh, people were like, bashing her so much about her leaving her kid like how dare you film your mom and I went on there and stuck up for her I was like look you guys how dare you bash a mom trying to make a living for her daughter to have a good living like she could win a million bucks like how dare you like wish bad things upon a mom just trying to have a good life for her child like screw all of you you know and then that's when she messaged me she was like she was like, thank you. I just want to give you a heads up that, you know, I did say some funny commentary. It's exactly how she stated it. I said a lot of funny commentary in my interviews. Just don't take it personally. I really like you. And, you know, commentary, I get how it is. You know, you get caught up and you say something funny. You know, I was funny. Okay, cool. And then I watched the episodes and I'm like, you are straight up like slandering my name one, like just being a straight up bitch. Like, hold up, like how fake of you to sit here and say this in this message. Then as soon as this aired, and I guess that you had some people like agreeing with you, you ran with that completely disregarding like our messages of us being cool with one another. Mm. Like, I don't do stuff to be cool to get clout from fans. No, I do stuff like out of like my morals. Like what's one, I'm yeah. trying to, I'm a good human. Like I'm, my morals are going to stay good. I'm going to stay who I am. Nothing's going to change that. I had that one moment with the balcony situation with Kaylee and that's it. Never again, you know? So yeah, Davon really, she, that's one I don't think I'll ever be able to forget. Me and Jose, we're good friends now. Um, me and Polly, we're all cool. But yeah, I think the one that I'll never be able to, yeah, Davon, that's one girl, like I said, she can eat shit. Even mm. though now. Now all her all her crazy fans are gonna come attacking me, but I don't care because she is a very bad human individual. So yeah, mm. but that's the only one. Everyone else, I'm all peace and love. <laughs> well, I mean, you never. I mean, I don't know if she would ever be willing to come back, but you might have secured yourself a rival partner at the very least. But oh god, oh god, hold on. Then I I love her. <laughs> that's my best friend. Okay. Mike, she's my girl. She comes overnightly. She comes to visit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're right. You got a valid point. I gotta stop doing that. I keep I keep lining myself up with these rivals that I'm like, oh god, no, I don't wanna, yeah. not that one. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's it's good that like you don't keep that like in the back of your mind. Though a lot of people like I feel like are like, oh, when's the next rival season? I gotta find who who am I gonna find? Who's right. gonna be my partner? And go and pick a fight. You know what I mean? And they'll do that. Oh, they'll put, like purposely pick fights. And I'm like, yeah, stop. Like, I hate the fake drama. It makes me so mad because it's so obviously fake. And I'm just like shaking my head like, no, boo boo kitty. What is you? What are you doing? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, 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 the authentic part of a fight is like what makes a fight so good. And these fake fights, I'm like, come on. You ain't fooling nobody. You ain't even fooling a 13 year old with this fight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we see you cut it out <laughs> yeah yeah well uh yeah i appreciate you a lot for taking the time out today and uh allowing me to flap my gums for about an hour and 20 minutes no i'm kidding hey, um thanks for listening no, to me I, chat your head off i could do this all day long if you ever need someone yeah, to pop yeah. on you know who to contact i got you this has been so much fun and it's been fun yeah to i mean it's been a, it's been a, yeah because it's, it's, it's been a minute for you right yeah it's been like three years now yeah this year's three years so it's it's been it's been a minute it's been a minute but your girl's never gone i'm never gone i'm always um trained and prepared 
Like I said, you guys have never seen the last of me yet. Right, right. Well, uh, I was glad that I was able to get you on today. You've been one of my dream guests for a while, actually. I've been wanting to get hey, on I'm here. Just, um, I'm blessed so. for you to have me. Like, I can't thank you enough. Chalk that up to another uh, bucket list, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, <laughs> thanks again for uh, taking the time out. Uh, I'll let you know when this is out and up. And um, thank you again. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you so much. Mwah. You have a great one, darling. You too. Bye, Bye babe.